I'm like, hello, everybody. This is our podcast, Nameless for now. And yeah, you speak first because you're older. Okay, okay, okay. Um, so my name is Yasmin. In America, we say Yasmin. <laughs> Do you mean Yasmin? Yasmin, yes. I was born and raised in Macau. Um, fun, fun, exotic. Amazing, amazing. Where's Macau? Near Hong Kong. Dude, I always have to say that every time I meet someone new. <laughs> it's near Hong Kong. I was like, oh, so China? Uh, yeah. Sure, whatever. <laughs> uh, and yeah, I've been here in America for three years now. Three years. Three years already, my Yeah, God. three years. Lived in Connecticut for two and New York for one. Bam. Bam. Nice, nice, nice. So you, who are who are you? Me, I, as well as you, from Macau. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, like, I am half Sri Lankan, half Filipino. Uh, was born in the Macau and uh, moved here two, two and a half years ago. Mm. And yeah, and Yasmin and I, oh, for, I didn't even say my name. It's Fatima. If I was in America, I say, say Fatima, but back where we're from, I would say, oh, call me Pajella. Pajella. Well, to English speakers, my name was Pajella for some reason. And then my, uh, my like for Asian speakers, I would say, call me Fatima. I, I don't say Fatima. Fatima, <laughs> you know, because it's like, the, it's like my, my, my first name, Fatima, Fatima. Yeah, yeah. I forgot, I forgot to mention my ethnicity too. Yeah, you said, you said Filipino Sri Lankan, right? Like, exactly. see, we have Filipino Sri Lankan. We're from Macau. And I, my dad's Filipino also. Boom. Uh, the Pinoy pride. We make one Filipino. <laughs> <laughs> and my mom is Brazilian. Yeah. So that's all the uh, culture in here. <laughs> the culture in the air. Boop, boop. <laughs> so a lot of culture shock as well you know yes and obviously when we came to america because america is such a it's such a special place you know like especially coming from a special place like macau right know? i mean how would you describe macau you know like just a small ass place we yeah met macau, um when we were like three four we were friends since kindergarten yes kindergarten. <laughs> among like all the chinese students chinese little kids were like the only foreigners there except for one there was like andrea too i remember her yeah there was some like you know uh portuguese sprinkled around too that's true like, yeah macau is was colonized by the mm. portuguese so we do speak better portuguese i mean you are half brazilian, brazilian. So portuguese is because you know, I don't speak Tagalog though because uh, at home they don't. My parents never really taught me. They're like, I don't want to confuse you, so you all speak English here. But then it's like broken English. Like I didn't even know that. Yeah. Had to watch my movies. You know, that's why everybody in America right now is like, Oh my God, you sound so American. Yeah, Thank they're you. always shocked by like how much, how good our English is or my English is they're like where did you learn your English I'm like 
uh, I don't it's know. how American <laughs> our accents are. It's yeah, yeah. Funny, but it's because it's the only accent we know, right? Like, I mean, that's what we were we were learning. Actually, we were learning a American accent, but we were learning British English. We were we were le- yeah British English in school, and then like the locals in Macau or like in Hong Kong, they would say no. You know how people hear the Chinese accent? It's like usually really strong Chinese accent, right? But yeah. for them, it's like, no, this is the British accent because in school, everything is like the British curriculum. Yeah. And <laughs> and then they're like, no, this is not Chinese accent. This is the British accent. Hey, that's true. Oh, my God. But yeah, for example, like fall, we say autumn. Yeah. And then they they would be like, you say autumn. autumn. That's a big deal about it here. If you say like one word that is the British way, and yeah. you know, like uh, I think something called a uh, corridor. They don't, they don't, they say like hallway or something. Hallway. Yeah, and I'm just like, and I said corridor once, and then it's like, hey, hey, it's like you know what I said, okay? <laughs> All right, sharing food. I don't know if you had this issue, but like. <laughs> my very first like i think this is i don't know if this is like a, a relationship type of differences or like like the culture in general but like when i like sit in mcdonald's with my husband and we get fries and burgers right in a drink normally what i do in macau with friends like we all we grab all the fries and we put them all in one tray i don't know if you remember that fair enough yes i do remember that <laughs> sometimes sometimes do that and this the first time i ever like was shocked about this was that like like when i did that he was like what are you doing those are my fries and i'm like what we're, we're sharing it we're like kind of like because there's this thing right in macau where like the food is in the middle you have your own plate and rice and then That's, you kind of yeah. just like that is how it is like in um cha-cha i mean in like certain restaurants yes i yeah. agree so much because it's like you want to try like more variety of foods and obviously you're not going to like order all for yourself because it's like yeah. you know it's easier you get one rice and it's like everything but i understand for the fries especially for someone <laughs> that really likes fries i would not want to i mean it. you're like obsessed with fries so maybe i'm talking yeah. to the wrong person exactly. <laughs> maybe a wrong so. example <laughs> I'm probably like on his side on that one, but I understand the right thing and like get it because especially here the portions are so big. It's like you yeah. should care, but yeah, for um fast food and stuff like that, well, you know the French fries. <laughs> I maybe I maybe want to keep mine. <laughs> but, yeah, but dude, it was like, just it was just like something that I like w- was used to. Like I think here. I don't know unless it was like Asia. I don't remember going to any restaurant where they don't serve individual like meal because usually here like when you serve it's like a plate for yourself and that's all you're gonna eat right mm-hmm. unless you get like appetizer you share appetizer, yeah. Um, yeah and everything is in in restaurants it's just so like oh okay they come in they ask you what do you want to drink right and that's first right yeah, yeah. First is your appetizer then then the main like main stuff. it's like everything is like so it's like like a system yeah a system and you can't ask for the the check you have to wait for the host like i mean the waitress to come to you like yeah what if i'm in a rush you know i love the fact that in Macau, yeah like you get to oh my don 
唔该，麦登靓女麦登，靓女麦登，要要要多碗白饭啦，唔该。然后嚟 ，you just you literally just yell like how do you say 靓女？诶，系嗰啲 lady，lady，lady，lady，lady，lady，lady，lady，lady，lady，lady，lady，lady，lady，lady，lady，lady，lady，lady，lady，lady，lady，lady，lady，lady，lady，lady，lady，lady，lady，lady，lady，lady，l
I don't remember if they were videos or someone just told me like how like if you don't tip like the the way the server usually usually just kick you out and they're like super rude because it's already expected of you right it's yeah it's something like that it's just like uh okay yeah food is so much more expensive like especially because of the tip oh yeah that too as well on top of food there's tax and tips everything oh my god that's why you can't you can't eat as often like go out you know how in macau we like there's so many different restaurants to try and diverse food and it's not that expensive mm-hmm. and you share the plates you know and you like, share food you so good especially like dim sum and stuff like oh, what else <laughs> so there's food talking about restaurants MSG, where's the MSG? Where's the MSG? <laughs> Bro, Honestly. MSG is looked down upon here. Like, you can, MSG is not good. Here. Yeah, because they made up their minds that it's like, oh my God, it's Asian. So, and we don't know what it is, but it's salt. It's just a different. Literally, form it's of just salt. flavored salt, seasoned salt. But then uh, they talk, you know. But then Chinese is Chinese food is such a big thing here. Like they they love it. Well, the American Chinese food oh, is so different. No, it's come not on. the what, same what, thing. What is General So? It's like what the heck is General So? Is it General So? General Sao? General Chow? So like a So Jungwana? A So Shufang? Okay, and then what more do they have? Uh, they have the Kung Pao chicken, which Kung I Pao still chicken. don't understand what. <laughs> The chicken is kung powing. It sounds dope though. Kung pao. Kung pao. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> God. Honestly, though, some of the food I feel like in Ch- like Chinese food reminds me of our canteen food. Like it's just, just you know. <laughs> yeah. no. I would say it's it's more flavor than our canteen food. Our canteen food is like so little. There's so little salt. And yeah. no flavor. Do you remember the? I mean, my favorite canteen food back in Macau, like in our school, was the fish fillet. Every time oh, when they have the like, fried one, yeah, that's the only one I love. Every time <laughs> they have that, it's like, oh my! It's like I guess in here it would be like Taco Tuesday. <laughs> but for me, it's like, oh my god, they have fish fillet because <sighs> that's the only thing fried, and then the others, all the other stuff is like you know, supposedly healthy food or whatever. But yeah. yeah, we had Chinese food for canteen food. You know, the real place, the place that you could get like real Chinese food is like only down in the city or I don't know other states, but I know New York, like oh, New York City for sure. But then it's like in Florida, not really. Maybe you can find like really nice, authentic Mexican food or even Cuban. Yeah. But I want a Chinese though. I, every time I see a Chinese face, like look in person, I'm like, ooh. I'm actually kind of like surprised because there's yeah. not much here, really. Maybe in New Jersey. Well, for sure. Yeah. Here in New York, New Jersey, there's a lot more, a bigger Asian community here. I have to think of something to say, just like out of the blue, whenever I'm like next to Cantonese speaking people. Hey, that's horrible already they're gonna they're gonna hear your accent in cantonese like you're they're gonna be like what 
<laughs> hey, how did you learn those words? You know, like, but there's a certain accent. Lady, hi, Pindo. Golly. Lady, say where you're from. Yeah, my husband. Yeah, like that. I'm a Hong Kong. I'm a Guangdong. Yeah, that lady. Guangdong. Guangdong. Is it Guang or Guangdong? Guangdong. Guangdong. Is he a Hong Kong? Hong Chokyan, what is that? <laughs> Sounds I think like that's the, the dynasty we learned in our. <laughs> because it's been I don't know, whatever. Uh, it is, I, I don't know. But it definitely, it it definitely feels, it touches a part of my heart when I hear Cantonese here in America. Like, oh, yeah. even in the movies, even in the movies, yeah. when it hurt, yeah, right? Like, there's Cantonese, I'm like, oh. That's Cantonese. I understood that. So, man, I remember like think I remember when Mandarin became like more and more popular. Like when we were in Macau, you know. Because I feel like when we were learning Cantonese, it was like, oh, Cantonese is way better than Mandarin. It's like you know the more sophisticated the Chinese. But then now it's like Mandarin is the way. So it's everywhere, and I feel like I wish I knew Mandarin more. <laughs> Like then Cantonese, yeah. but it's so it's hard. Like to, I mean, I get that I can maybe mimic some words in Mandarin because from our Cantonese, right? Yeah, but yeah. like, I wish I learned the more important Chinese. Because <laughs> yeah. it's like you know you hear it all the time, and it's like oh, I can actually show off my Mandarin here, or it's just like mm. yeah. But then, like, oh, like when I came here, and then like, yeah, you speak Chinese, right? I'm like, yeah, I speak Chinese, and then every time there's like a Mandarin-speaking person or like something, they're like, yeah, communicate with them. I'm like, uh, I don't really speak Mandarin too well. Like, it's I can so understand. Yeah. <laughs> I can like, can you slowly. write it down? I can read. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly, because the writings is exactly the same, right? Well, not exactly. It was simplified and traditional, but uh, we we learned that the books were like in simplified, right? Because sometimes yeah, like some of them, kind of, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I remember. I I remember. Like I I knew how to how to read it just because of that. That's true. It's good skill. Um, but, but yeah, yeah. It, it. I think Mandarin definitely is a more useful Chinese than Cantonese. <laughs> like <laughs> I don't even know how many people in the world like what how many percent of the world speaks Cantonese. No. Yeah. One thing, obviously, it's like the biggest thing is that I experience way less discrimination. Actually, oh my God, yeah. no discrimination at all, I would say. Like, I feel like there's so tippy-toe and eggshells around me here, you know. But it's like in Macau, they have zero filter because I was a minority there, considered a minority. Yeah. And even though I was born there, lived my whole life there. But, you know, there's a law there that says even though you were born there, doesn't mean you can get the resident card unless your parents have or they're of Portuguese descent or blah, blah, blah. blah, blah. But very complicated stuff. Anyway, yeah. so and you have like a life- Filipino passport, right? And usually that's not that's not looked up upon in Macau, right? Oh, no, because mostly the people that uh, hold the Filipino passport do labor jobs, like cleaning and... Um, Babysitting. You know, like, literally, the... Okay, so I... I My first job in Macau was a marketing assistant, which I got very luckily, in my opinion, because, you know, through networking and stuff, and through, like, suggestions from... 
friends to someone like it was it was a blessing it was great and I worked at a nightclub which I know it doesn't sound too amazing but it's like at that time it was like oh my god I have a job you know that's yeah. not required me cleaning then yeah, after yeah. that yeah like the nightclub like um uh like closed down uh and so I got transferred to the housekeeping department as an admin which I have zero you know, um, experience about, obviously, mm-hmm. I never worked at a hotel, but I was, but because I speak Chinese, and like, that really, like, you know, uh, all right, we cannot uh, let go of this Filipino type of situation, mm-hmm. so they let, they let me stay to be the admin, which uh, I tried to transfer to another job, because, like, to another department, because it was so stressful, and the, the, like, supervisor, oh, like, that was, like, right over me she's you know I asked like if I could transfer anywhere else than how the housekeeping or even hotel side because I just don't know anything about hotels and it's like I speak Chinese like kind of like literally put me anywhere else but they're like I'm sorry we don't have quotas for other department because you need like apparently you can only hire uh like one no two foreigners per Mm, resident they hire so if they let go of a a resident you have to let go of two like foreigners you know so that's like a big deal that's why they kiss ass to residents because it's like they can't keep the labor workers if not so a lot of the fun jobs which I do this because it's like, you know, like it's like marketing jobs and those jobs that people want to do, you know, people the, the jobs that needs um you know a degree and like I have a degree but it's like I'm a resident so I can't get those jobs so it's like I even like try to apply for like a florist but I'm not I'm under qualified for that because I don't just because of your like Mm -hmm. yeah and so and you have no idea what the HR lady even said to me she was like she said um you're uh you should feel like lucky that you have a not like you don't have a cleaning job but yeah yeah like you're Filipino and you should feel lucky that you are not even have yeah you don't have to clean i'm like i was like teary there's like crying in there in there there's like the two type of uh, discrimination right like one is that you're not a resident in macau and second is that you look filipino or like Mm -hmm. you look like you're like dark-skinned right yeah i didn't like that supervisor it's because like big reason was because she asked me to change my nail color, right? Because like it was it was this beige color for yeah. for this house, like and they're like, oh sorry, you you can't have nail polish in for housekeeping. Like, even though I'm behind, like I'm in the office, like no one can see me, you know, like yeah. yeah. So it's like I don't get it. And so they're like, but I saw the rule book, you can have neutral colors. And she's like, no, you have to take it off by tomorrow, or or you have a warning letter. And then a local girl came in the next month and then she had her nails painted with like a, like graphics, like literal graphics. And then she was like, oh, so pretty to her. And I was like, I saw that. I remember thinking to myself, whatever, I'm going to leave. Like, uh, yeah, I was already, I, and that's when I was like. Ah, she's just, she's just really abusing her power. Exactly. When I left, like, because they knew that I was going to America, she, she, like, was like, oh, don't forget me when you're in America. (laughs) For real! (laughs) 
I I studied here for two years, like in a uh, college, and I was actually really nervous because it's like, oh, American college, like I have to work hard and not fail, right? I have to like, um, make all this money and like all this moving here worth it. Mm-hmm. But like, I stepped into the classroom, right, and then like people were super chill, some with their headphones on. I'm like, okay, okay, it's more relaxed. And as the semester goes, like, this is super chill, like super. <laughs> easy um maybe it was also because it's my major like i know my major isn't too difficult like it's not sciencey it's just it's math mass communication so because you like even, it and have an interest of it you know yeah mm-hmm. i do um but like when i was in macau it was like there was so much to do there was a lot of homework and like a lot of essays to write and i don't know if this is just because like my school isn't like too fancy but i don't know like It's just like no, it's. I feel like it's the education in Macau is just so slow, and they think everything is like by the book, and it's like you do this, you do that, and like you will succeed if you follow these rules. Yeah, we're definitely yeah. more like uh, structured, but also narrow and un mm-hmm. how do you, un how do you say rigid, yeah. not so flexible. You're right, and and here it's more for like you, you find your way to get to this knowledge. You know, like. It's more like experience. More, I feel yeah. like I don't know, you're right. I think more and more uh, here, it's it's easier to accept kids that don't go to college. But in Macau, it's like even for me, like I took three years gap year before I took I went to college, right? Yeah. And like I, I remember very clearly, like one of those last days in high school, um, my classmates would ask me like, oh where are you going to study like where did you no not where are you going to study where did you apply to right assuming that i'm i am going to college yeah. for sure and then they're like oh yeah where where did you apply to i'm like uh nowhere and like their faces was like what you didn't apply to anything <laughs> <laughs> we're graduating yeah. soon and i'm like yeah i'm not right now i i, I want a break like it, it's less acceptable there than it no, is yeah. here it's it's good like I, i like the fact that you can like take a break i remember like i would i i remember i didn't even want to go to college but it's like because it's it was like one of the things like i could do to stay in macau longer because you know the student right because and mm-hmm. i mean in the long run it's a good idea obviously because you know nowadays you need a bachelor degree for any type of job or whatever but it's like you know like I never thought that you'd need to get a college degree right away. Like, if you can, like, I would totally, if I could have, I would totally get a gap year, obviously. But yeah, people, I feel like people that do that are just scared that, they, you know what, they say that because they're, they realize that they're not going to have you around. That's fine. They're like, oh, you didn't apply to any colleges, so meaning you probably won't be here, you know? <laughs> You're leaving, aren't you? Like usually, people leave. That's why, because Macau is a place yeah, where people leave. People just leave Macau. Yeah, that's leave. true. Also, just for us, because we're both foreigners in Macau, we also experience Macau in a completely different. No, yeah, very angle. different. So different. Like, like we're not, we're not completely local. Local. We're literally not locals of anything. We don't belong anywhere. We don't belong <laughs> we're, anywhere. We're the outcast. Let's call the podcast girls that don't belong anywhere. <laughs> the outcast. The outcast. I love that. Oh my God, we're the outcasts. 
<laughs> I love it. Okay. Hey. It's like, I don't know. Where do you, I don't know where to call home. It's like, okay, I'm in Macau. Sure, it's my home. I've lived there the longest time, but I will always be looked at as a foreigner. Always. Also, because I do have an accent in Cantonese, even though I've. Well, maybe now. But. No, when I went back, when I came back from Europe and I was with friends, and they're like, wow, your accent. I mean, I know we, if you're gone for a long time and you come back and. You see, you know, people, I, re I remember people like always say like, oh, Americans are so mean for like, you know, making fun of people that can't speak perfect English or something like that. But yeah. people do it in other countries too. Like when they're trying yeah. to speak like, you know, like Chinese and they're like, oh, we can, they call me LA, huh? They call me like, Yeah, I mean, they, a lot of like, yeah, like these races of discrimination, like it happens in China too, like in Macau, like I think, you know, like, yeah, it happens every. It, it's, it's like just bad people in places. Like, it's not a specific place or a specific race. It's just people that were raised badly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I feel like that's like a main reason why I watch anime. It's because it shows you how these villains become villains. Mm -hmm. You know, especially One Piece and Naruto. You really like. <laughs> to it after it's like oh my god that's why you're bad society made you like this <laughs> but yeah like, but yeah i yeah. think here people just like to make everything politics oh, everything political so true but then it's like macau there's no politics because it's all communism yeah. <laughs> <laughs> even though even though we get to vote it's still like you know it's like, all right, you get to vote, but here's some money, like, for you to, like, not complain. <laughs> no? I, hope, I hope you don't get in trouble for this. Oh, my God. Yeah. But I feel like, yeah, in America, just all of that. That's just so weird. The politics thing is so, it's yeah. so weird and so, so American. That's something that we cannot, like, but. I just don't want to be a part of it. Yeah, I know. No. I don't like having... Yeah. you know knowing understanding awareness all of that is good but it's like if everything is political it's just i just feel like uh, as outcasts like we cannot <laughs> like get politically like involved with anything like especially even now in our countries just because we've never lived there too like we don't know what's going on you know yeah and, yeah like and here for the red and blue i just feel like they need to come up with a third color I'll be in the third color. All right, it's <laughs> like find me there. <laughs> what is the third color? It's white, though. You know, white, red, red, white, blue. So the the third one is white, but that's kind of racist. <laughs> or is white flag means you give up? Yeah, yeah, yeah you give up. Tao Hong. Tao Hong. Word of the day: Tao Hong. Tao Hong. Tao Hong. By the way, that's that's white a flag. give up in Cantonese, guys. Giving there you go, Cantonese, Cantonese one hundred and one. Lei Ho. Lei how are you? That's why. Oh, that's true. That's true. Specifically, it actually, if you if you translate straightly, is you good? You good? <laughs> yeah, right. Because Lei You good? <laughs> you good, bro? <laughs> <laughs> I like that. You good? And you don't, you don't say 